What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 309th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ, and with me, as always, partner in crime, uh, duo of duos, uh, Destiny partner. You don't even play Destiny. Uh, I don't know. I'm really bad. Will is here. But I mean, I I did play Destiny, but you, you haven't even played the latest update slash raid. Uh, don't fib. I played at least four matches of Crucible with the last update. But there's a whole new raid and everything. You're right. I've been uh, casting uh, casting stones and reading the ley lines and, and trying to interpret the future. Um, that's that's what I've been up to lately. Oh, good, good. Um, yes. All the way from Scotland, Al. Hello, yes. And uh, I spent an hour yesterday trying to get the internet working in my house so I could actually record this. So there we go. That's Scotland. internet celebrity, Al. Scotland internet out there. We have a show for you guys. Welcome back, Welcome back Al. We have... Um, Thank you. A little bit of news here, not a terrible amount of news. Uh, community Day just happened yesterday. I, I do prefer the Saturday Community Day over Sunday Community Days because it makes recording a lot easier. Uh, there was a big uh, rumor that has gone around that I'm not, I'm not really too excited to talk about, but I feel like at this point we have to because it was unlike the uh, all of those beautiful starter Pokemon that everyone gravitated to for about two hours uh, and lost their minds about this rumor has actually have a, has a little substance to it uh, that was a that was sarcasm because everyone freaked out about two sets of different starter Pokemon that were clearly fake because the, inter- <laughs> the internet has a short-term memory I'm so glad I completely missed out on all of this it was bad they were like the minute I saw them I was like these are not po- like there's something about a Pokemon that, like, you look at it and you're like, I can see this in plush form, I can see this in a 3D model form, I can see this in sprite. Like, they're very well designed, with the exception of Basculin. <laughs> but, like, starter Pokemon specifically uh, have to be, like, uh, just a step up from other Pokemon. I agree. So let's just kick things off with some Pokemon news. Uh, registration is now open for the... North America International Championships. This used to be called Nationals. Looks like they are going back to Ohio. This is the second time. What? Weird. I don't understand why they gave up on Indy. Like, why they gave up on Indiana in the first place, but then they were back there last year, but now they're going to Ohio. I don't fully understand, but registration is now open for the 2018 North America International Championships. They're taking place in Columbus, Ohio on July 6th through 8th. Registration is taking place online with different deadlines for each competition. The Pokemon TCG and video game registration closes after July 4th when a player cap is reached. Pokin Tournament registration closes on July 6th at 9 p.m. Uh, and spectators can also purchase badges, but there is a limit on how many can be sold. Your registration for Friday, uh, July 6th through Sunday, July 8th, uh, if you are over the age of six, sorry, Al, you'll have to pay $10 <laughs> USD. Is that to play or is that to, to Th- That is to watch. spectate, to all right, watch. All right. uh, with that, it includes a lanyard, a badge, and two Pokemon TCG booster packs. 
Uh, if you are well, under the age of ten dollars, right there. <laughs> if you're under the age of five, you will get wristbands. You may purchase up to six spectator badges at one time. It will require first and last name for all spect- spectators. So I've I've noticed that um, you are picking up the trading card game again? Question mark. No. <laughs> are you going to a regional? I am going to a regional. I'm going to that counts. I'm going to the Madison regionals on June 2nd, I think is what it is. Yeah, that, June 2nd. Yeah, okay, yeah, that'd be the first weekend in June, sure. Uh yeah, I'm going to the Madison regionals. Uh I paid my paid $50 to lose will. It is $50 to play the TCG. Wait, wait, what? That's the entry charge? Yes. Wow, things have skyrocketed. Skyrocketed. So I haven't played, I think the last time I played the, the physical TCG game at a tournament level thing was. 2014. Was it that long ago? 14? Yes. And it was pro, it was, it was slightly after. Plasma. It was something plasma because I played at least three three to six months of Hypnotoxic Laser and I despised that card. And I despised what that card did to the format. Uh, but the the main reason I was like, oh, well, you know, Madison is close. It's enough time. My friend Kid will be there, which will be cool to hang out with him for the day. A uh, bunch of people that aren't a stream team with me. Uh, are going to be there, so it's like, oh, it's cool to see those people. So like, I, I'm I'm going with the with no intent of winning, of course, which is a little hard for me because I do get competitive. Uh, that is the understatement of the decade. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you are super competitive. Uh, as you know, I, I've I've I, I actively played the the PTCGO Pokemon Trading Card Game Online, which I I, I do like. It's a pretty well made app. But there was a new set that came out. We talked about it last week. Forbidden Light. For, forbidden out. Light, yes. And it does the thing that sets seem to do, uh, which is make uh, a lot of the variety in the format obsolete and really only just makes two decks good. And so I was actually up late last night looking at cards, trying to figure out what I want to build because there are only really two good decks right now. We talked about one last week. It was Necrozma, Ultra Necrozma GX, which plays exactly like Ray Eels. Correct. I'm sure you remember. And then there's a other deck that is a Buzzwall deck that only got better recently because of uh, a new Buzz. Like They call it Baby Buzzwall. It's just a Buzzwall card that is not considered a GX card. Well, and uh, what is it? Creature Ring? B-string. Like B-string. Yeah, B-string is like a card that if, if the Buzzwell deck is losing, it is a quick way for it to catch back up, which is nice. Like, it's cool that, that, that that's there, but three months ago, a card named Zoroark was extremely dominant. Zoroark's weak against fighting, and Buzzwell is arguably the best deck in the format, so no one, no one wants to play Zoroark. And then there's another deck that is kind of okay called with, with Poipal and Nagandadel. And it runs a bunch of like other steel po- it's 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 fine. It's like one of those decks where like it it will if if you go first and you have a really good first hand, 
you will probably win. But if you waste your first turn, you will probably lose. It's it's very like it's not consistent like Buzzwell is or like Necrozma is. I'm very stressed yeah. now because like there was there was probably like six to eight unique decks about four months ago, and now there are only really two and a half decks. <laughs> Can you just go and have fun? I'm gonna try, Will. I'm gonna try. Oh, I wish I could be there to. To set you on the right path. Dag nabbit. But fifty dollars, jeez. That's like so it yeah, it, it was first it was free, and then it was like twenty-five dollars, yep. and now it's fifty. Well, neither one of us is gonna be able to go to US Nationals in US Internationals, pardon me. Because we have events the following week. Oh, community day is also that Sunday of Nash of Internationals. Community Day for July is on the 8th. They've already announced Community Days for uh, July and June. Uh, we've, I think we mentioned this, but uh, the J June Community... This is a transition. June Community Day is uh, the 16th, which is a Saturday. July Community Day is the 8th, which is a, sa a, a Sunday. Wait. Saturday Sunday, for June. Yeah. yeah. Sunday for July. That gives you plenty of time if you're one of those people that are like, ah, I always miss community day because I have to work. That literally gives you more than two months to request off a Saturday or a Sunday if you need to. That being said, community day was yesterday and it was Charmander. And Al, give me the uh, community day report from uh, all of Europe. I know you represent every uh, country in Europe, so I would like to know state by state what happened. Well, I I do like to think that I represent Europe. Uh, you know, they do, they they don't call me the president of Europe for nothing. <laughs> oh, you're right, right, right. Yes. Wow. <laughs> uh, you know, I've we need to have lofty goals. You know. Yeah, community day was good. Uh, it was sunny for me here. Um, I didn't have a huge amount of time to do it, but I had about forty minutes. Caught two shinies and about a billion non-shinies, and uh, yeah, I love that black Charizard. Been looking for it for a while. So. Non-Pokemon related. Does the royal wedding have anything to do with your country? Oh, go away. <laughs> wow. Because I, I mean, was... They, that I is was your royalties. Uh, is it? That's what I was... We were trying to figure out. Because yes. I was like, I remember Al right, saying okay, Scotland, okay. Scotland doesn't have to do... Like, they're not part yeah. of the UK? Oh, no, Steve. Why are you didn't doing this again? <laughs> Scotland is part of the UK. And okay. the... Monarchy is oh, it's complicated. The monarchy that currently <laughs> exists exists because of the uh, uniting of the crowns of Scotland and England. The first king of Britain was actually Scottish, and so yes, we do have a monarchy. The Queen is our monarch, just like the Queen is also the monarch of Canada and Australia and about a hundred different islands. It's actually only ten, but that's not important. But yeah, I don't. Do we really have to discuss the royal wedding? No, no. I, I'm just I curious might be if, one it, of the, if it affected you or not. Uh, I mean, it only affects me in that Facebook is completely full of it and annoying. The news, the news is useless right now. It's just all about pointless frivolity and outdated monarchies and. Only two Chinese, though. Was that were, was that was that disappointing that you didn't get all the, the whole line, or you don't care too much, or? Yeah, I'm a bit frustrated I didn't get the third, but two is better than none. 
So I did have some time because the last two I've really struggled with the time because of the Sundays. Because um, obviously my Sundays are quite busy. Uh, but thankfully I, I did have the time to get some this time. Will, did you go out? Uh, I had to work all day yesterday and it was pouring rain and nobody texted me to remind me that it was community day. So those three things combined mean no. Your Georgetown uh, graduation thing did not look did not look exactly. the Georgetown quality that I I guess I had in my head. Wait, did you see you saw the pictures I put up? Yeah, it looked it looked like a high school graduation. Well, what what are you expecting to see? I don't know, fancier chairs from Georgetown. There there were literally two thousand chairs on the lawn. What, do you want them made out of gold? Isn't Georgetown like top 10 schools in the United States? No. <laughs> <laughs> Very clearly, no. Top 25, yes. Okay, all 10, right. Heck no. no. Dude, no. The, the, the whole point of, and it, first off, they didn't have the graduation where I took those pictures because that was outside and it was pouring rain. But Second off, the whole point is that you have the graduation in front of that very beautiful stone building, not not the quality of the chair that you sit on. I mean, you're still sitting in grass out on the lawn. <laughs> All right. So, but yes, I caught zero Charmanders. Perfect. That's exactly what I expect. I went to a new place this time. Uh, I'll try to make it quick here. Uh, okay, so, uh, normally I go to the last four community days, this is Charmander, I think was number five, the last four or five community days, I went to Mayfair Mall, talked about this before, Mayfair Mall has, for the record, two gyms, four stops, so pretty tiny, it is a mall, uh, so to get from one end to the other end of the mall, I would say it takes about ten minutes, which... Doesn't really help in a full loop, but if you kind of do like a figure eight through the mall, it's all good. I've done it. I've mastered it every time. I've gotten better. I went with Irene and Micah's wife, Becky. Micah was out of town. He went to go see his brother the night before, and then he hung out with some other people. On Saturday, he tried to convince me to come down there, and I said no, because I already know what your plan is. Your plan is to sit in a car for three hours and drive with a bunch of other cars in a loop in a park. And let me tell you what I don't want to do on community day. Sit in a car for three hours. I want to get out. I want to walk. That's what I want. This is like my one exercise of the month. I want to sit in a car. I don't want to drive <laughs> an hour. exercise of the month. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to drive an hour to sit in a car for three hours then to drive back another hour. That sounds terrible. Uh, okay. That being said... I was like, you know what? It's going to be really nice this weekend. Wisconsin weather is no joke. The last four community days, it's been either raining or snowing. So that's why the mall is perfect. This community day, it was 66. Uh, I've heard rumors of this great park to go to. I've been to this park before. It is. It does have a lot of stops and a lot of gyms. Uh, But I've really only went there for like oh you know sand shrew spawns here and i need like three more sand shrew so let's go to this park we went to the park we all got out of the car and literally within 30 seconds of all three of us getting out of the car we all found a shiny charmander i was like heck yeah this park is lit uh, and then I proceeded not to find a shiny Charmander for the next 95 minutes, and Irene and Becky, uh, got 
a couple more. I think uh, at one point Irene was up to four or five, and then Becky was up to like three, and I was still at one. Now, conversation could easily be, well, Steve, you, you just had bad luck. And I was like, yes, you are right. I, 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 I did have bad luck. That does happen. As somebody who has uh, recently tried the Masuda method in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, I am 1,400 eggs in. No shiny yet. So I, <laughs> I, I understand the odds for Masuda are 1 in 512. I understand that bad luck exists. The problem, though, is this park had over 20 stops all lured up that had six gyms. And it was not pumping out the Pokemon that Mayfair Mall does. Which, I've said before, the amount of stops do not matter um, as long as it's a high traffic area. And I think, case in point, that this was clearer than it's ever been for me. You would think 20 plus stops, 6 gyms in a, you know, probably there's like this uh, fake little mini lake in this park. So to walk around that mini lake probably takes a good 25 minutes. So definitely by the time you get packed to where you started, you're having new spawns. But in perspective, I counted. I caught about 90 Charmander before we left the park. We left the park about 20 minutes early. We went to a, a, a store where there were a chance for more spawns than there were. So I caught 90 Charmander in about two and a half hours. To put that in perspective, at Mayfair, I caught 240 Mareep in three hours so more more than double it was too it was to the point where i was catching everything because i was so bored and i didn't like i left irene and, and becky i was like i'm really sorry you guys are walking too slow for me right now you both have more than enough charmander and i don't so i'm gonna walk way faster than you because I'm literally standing at stops as you guys are like hatching eggs or just like trying to catch Charmander. Like you guys, like I need more Pokemon on my screen to catch and you guys are walking too slow. And so I walked faster. And even when I was walking as fast as I do, I still caught all the Pokemon before the next batch spawned. And I was like, this is like, I'm, I should not be bored on community today. Like when I'm at Mayfair, there are so many Pokemon even like Mareep, I didn't catch every Mareep because there were just so many Mareep that I would just, you know, do a shiny check, catch a couple, move on, shiny check, catch a couple. And in the uh, the weird case that I am bored, uh, I will catch everything because I'm like, oh, well, you know, I have, you know, five shinies. I'll just catch everything here as I wait for, you know, Irene to catch up or something. Plus, you could go to uh, Starbucks or some other drink company to That's get right. something when, to drink. When I'm at the mall, there's chairs, there's bath. Well, there was a bathroom there. It was just um, one very one very far end of the park. Um, I could go to Jamba Juice. I could get some Cinnabon. What's your Cinnabon? Uh, the worst American food ever. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, there wow, that's, are that's worse something. things. It's like a... Uh, is it like a cinnamon pastry type thing? Yes. Well, well sure. But it's, it's like <laughs> easily the most unhealthy thing you could probably get at a mall. It's like 800 e calories of sugar. E yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like what is more unhealthy. I mean, you can get like at some malls, they'll have like um, 
what is that stuff you get at the at the amusement park or the fair with the, that's just basically all sugar? Oh, uh, cotton candy. I'm not, I'm not, cotton candy. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. going to say the name because I know ours is different from yours. You just call it something different, but it's cotton yeah. That's candy. that's what I meant. Uh, the name would be different. So ninety ninety Pokemon I saw got three shinies. That means one out of every thirty was shiny, which is from what what Silk Road subreddit reported shiny luck on community days one in 25 so it's pretty good uh it's pretty good luck uh not i mean irene's luck significantly better i think she walked away with 10 in 90 so she was getting a shiny one in every nine she got three shinies back to back which i looked up those odds that would have been a one in 1500 chance sorry a one in 15,000 chance of getting three shinies back and back to back which is what she did which is cool Micah texted me. I think Micah said he saw over 600 Pokemon where he was at in his car method. And he got he walked away, I think, with about 20 Shinies. I can't do math right now, but when you can see 600 and you get 20 of them, I think that is 1 in 30. So that makes sense. But sure, yeah, why not? Like the, the more you see, obviously, the more, the, the, the more you're likely to get Shinies, right? Like... The, the more you expose yourself to the stimulus, the yeah. greater the potential that you'll have the response that you're looking for. 20 shinies out or 20 shinies of 600 is exactly one in 30 or so literally the same luck I did. So when somebody goes like, I walked away with 20 shinies, you're like, wow, you're really lucky. It's like well, when you see 600 Pokemon, you're not really lucky. That's just what the odds are. You just happen to see more. And I would have loved to see more. Uh, my situation was to the point where this park, uh, as as many stops as it had, it just didn't have the foot traffic that something like a mall does have. There's a... Uh, I mean, I had fun. Everyone there was very nice. It was great. It was cool to do some raids. Mayfair Mall only has two gyms, so we maybe only get one raid in that three-hour time period. So we did about four raids in the three-hour time period, which is very fun, very cool. Uh, There's about 100 Pokemon Go players there. Uh, which is nice to see that many people. I heard a rumor that the Milwaukee city government employs a Pokemon suppression ray in all of their public parks. So that's <laughs> why you didn't see that many Pokemon. Could be, could be. I'm curious to try other places, but uh, boy, it was it was a it was a frustrating that uh, I couldn't catch as fast as I wanted to. I will say that. I did catch a swiny, shiny Swablu though, which made up for all the Charmanders I didn't catch. I walked away with three shiny Charmanders, which is what all I wanted, and I got a shiny Swablu at full odds, so that was pretty cool. Final bit of news here before we talk about this rumor is Ho-Oh is to return to raid battles in Pokemon Go. It uh, is happening between May 19th through June 7th. I believe that Latias, which is in America, and Latios, which is in Europe, probably some other countries too, uh, they also end on June 7th. Ho-Oh can be shiny. It was actually mentioned on Niantic's website that it can be shiny. And it will appear alongside gyms, alongside Latias and Latios. Which I think is a little weird. One, because the first one, if you're in Europe, it was Latias. And if you were in America, it was Latios. The first one was like five weeks long. And now they rotated, they flipped. And this one is four weeks long but also now it has competition which is ho-oh so like before in the first five weeks you were always getting the same pokemon right unless i'm misremembering other raids that were happening 
but now you're getting this other Pokemon with one less of a week, and now it has Ho-Oh as competition. So if you don't do that many raids, or maybe you're live, you live in a smaller town, and you're like, oh, we only have one gym, and I haven't caught one of the Eon duo yet, and then all of a sudden it keeps being Ho-Oh, and you're like, I already have Ho-Oh. I had it the first time. It can be a little frustrating. Maybe I'm misremembering. Do you think it's them. really going to be like Ho-Oh every time? Uh, when I was at the park, it was three Ho-Ohs, one Latias, and I was like, this sucks, because I would rather, at this point, it to be Latias, because I just need the dex entry. And ironically, I caught all three Ho-Ohs, and I failed to catch the Latias. I, I thought you had a magic method of twisting the balls. And you do, you do. That does increase that. it. That does increase it. Uh, the Golden Raz increases it as well. Caught them Ho-Ohs that I didn't need, though. Real quick before we go to break, give me your give me your your possibility of what the next community day Pokemon is going to be. Ooh. We're gonna by the time this episode goes up, they'll probably announce it. But they usually announce yeah. it on Monday, Tuesday when we're recording this on Sunday. I am gonna say, um, oh, I'm. Can you give us a recap of the ones that have occurred already? Sure, uh, yeah. Pikachu, yep. Dratini, Bulbasaur. Mareep, Charmander. Well, so it's obviously not going to be Squirtle. They're going to do something else before that. So yeah, I'm going to say Larvitar. Ooh, okay. All right. Larvitar. That's a wow. good one. Wow, good call. Okay, all right. Will, you have a suggestion? Oh, I mean, boy, what I was trying to think of was like Larvitar. Dag, that, that makes it... Tricky. Uh, Dunsparce is that Gen two? Yeah, but I, 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 I feel oh. like they have to do a a uh, a three stager. Dunsparce oh, doesn't really? evolve. Well, no, does true. Pikachu count as a? Because th- Pikachu was, I know it's technically a, a three stager, but you were catching Pikachu, not Pichu. So does yeah, that count as a three stage Pokemon in that it, case? It doesn't, but I feel like you have to start with Pikachu regardless, right? Like, to kick off but, this thing you're doing every month, you have to start with Pikachu, even though it's not a three-stage. Everything else has been three-stage. Yeah. And it's kind of like it's a starter, too. So it kind of falls in line with, with those kinds of things. Oh, you know, it, mm, oh, no, that's not in Gen 2. That's not a three-stager. It's only a two-stager. Dag. They could maybe oh. do, like, Beldum or... uh. Beg on, but I feel like it's still they still want you to like look for those Pokemon in Gen Three. There are so many crummy Pokemon that are just two stages. Magnavit. <laughs> I was thinking maybe Machop. Machop. People like Machoke yeah. and Machamp. What about now? We've already done fighting Pokemon's. Yeah, there's just not a lot of three stagers in Gen Two, really. There's a lot of, like, where they added a stage in Gen 2 to ones that were two stagers in Gen 1, but... Well, how about, right, it wouldn't be a surprise to anyone if Gen 4 came out soon. How about something like Togepi? That's because what I wanted. It's that's the first that thing that I was thinking. Yeah. A Gen 4 evolution. So Togepi or, um, what's it called? The Pile of Swine. Oh, I, I was thinking Togepi. Swine yeah, I story, think yeah. I think Togepi would be awesome if that's what it was. I guess the only thing is we've already got shiny for Togepi line, don't we? Yeah, and they want you to hatch them eggs to get it. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Well, not Meryl. Not Meryl. I'm assuming July is Squirtle. That's a pretty fair assumption. Yeah, point. yeah, definitely. And like, the only reason they wouldn't do it like that is if they just want to say, ha, you couldn't predict it. You could, yeah, right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> they could, How's they could this? easily announce Squirtle tomorrow and be like, look at, we, we broke the pattern. Yeah. What if it's unown? No, no. I feel and like they just throw out all kinds of letters and everything. I feel like their I method okay of unknown, that. I really like. I think the, like the special event uh, spelling of the word, I think is a. I, I want them to keep that. All right. Fine. As, as someone who n- never seems to get to able to go to those events, so they do them in. Uh, I'm I'm not okay with that. But <laughs> hey, they did an it's, event in Australia. I don't remember what it spelled, but <laughs> yeah, I'm not in Australia. <laughs> They did uh your they did the safari thing last time. You just have to fly over the yeah. the the, po- the the pond, the river, I don't know what they call that, the the canal, the channel, the channel. <laughs> <laughs> just got to fly over there and what did they do it in Copenhagen or something? Uh there were there were lots in in Europe last time, yeah. There was Copenhagen. Um there was one in Berlin, I think. Bunch of bunch of cities. Although the the way they ended up doing it was because they they scrapped the original plan for the safari zones because GoFest failed so badly, um, and they ended up doing just spawning Kangaskhan and unknown in sorry unknown in most European cities. But the problem with that was so there was one in Scotland they were doing in Glasgow, but uh, that was. For the whole three weeks, I was not in Scotland, which was really annoying. The one time that something interesting Pokemon Go happens in Scotland, I'm not there. Oh, man. I did manage to... I got back into the country literally hours before it ended, and on my way driving back home, I did stop over in Glasgow, but I didn't find any unknown. I only got a Kangaskhan, but I did get a Kangaskhan, which That's was pretty good. pretty cool, yeah. Yeah. I don't have one of them. You don't have a Kangaskhan? How do I have a Kangaskhan and you don't? You don't have no Kangaskhan. Get out of here, Will. <laughs> Get out of here. Unless you didn't went to Pokemon 2017 Worlds, you ain't got no Kangaskhan. Maybe I or, did. Or if he went to Australia. That would be the other option. Well, yeah, Maybe that would be I did. One. Maybe I did. All right, we'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about these rumors here. Uh, and so just hang tight, and we will be right back. This episode of It's Super Effective is brought to you by Nations. We Are Nations are performance eSport clothing for everyone, anywhere. You can head over to wearenations.com and you can save 50% off your order by entering promo code PKMNCAST. Literally like the the thing I used everywhere. Uh, but Nations provides really cool clothing. You can save 50% off your entire order uh, by heading over to wearenations.com and uh, enter that promo code upon checkout. And we are back from our break. All right. I don't know what day this was. Actually, I do know what day this was. I just have to look it up. It was... It was Wednesday. Yeah, four days ago, Wednesday. You are correct, Al. Okay, so a bunch of people were very excited and talking about this, and the internet kind of lost their mind. 
and there's a bunch of articles about this. I am pulling this from NintendoWire.com because they had the just the cleanest way of laying it all out. Even to the point where Serebii reported on it, and uh, Joe, who runs Serebii, is is r- almost never. Let's say let's say almost never ever ever post rumors on Serebii without he's real strict about that yeah without like a huge this is a rumor and you know for good cause really because i think a lot of the times those rumors uh don't go anywhere that being said there was some quote what looks to be official artwork of a pokemon game called pokemon let's go pikachu and pokemon let's go eevee I will, I'll just read this article real quick. It's not it's not short, but uh, stuff like this has happened before. Some has been true, some has been not. But whenever a new Pokemon game is on the ri- horizon, there is always a wave of rumors pre-reveal, and very few of them turn out to be true. The latest batch is fo- focusing on the first Switch entry. While it was teased much earlier, things came to a head today thanks to Emily Rogers, who has released several correct Switch rumors in the past. In a blog post, she discussed the importance of Pokemon Go to the franchise uh, and suggest a connection between the mobile game and the upcoming entry. After that, she said the game will be revealed at the end of the month and the title might raise a few eyebrows. Sure enough, the internet went and found a 4chan post which lines up exactly with Roger's report. We'll get to that in a second. This 4chan post was originally on April 1st, and it doesn't help the credit with credibility. After releasing several mysterious drawings over the past few months, they have confirmed a paper trail that started on March 26th. Finally, there is a logo which also came via 4chan titled Let's Go Pikachu. Uh, If Emily Rogers is on the money, we should hear about the game before the month is over. If not, most of the elaborate series of rumors, uh, if not, this has been the most elaborate series of rumors we've seen in some time. So I don't think Will has seen this post. I don't blame Correct. you. Don't blame you because it originally came from 4chan, which is something of itself. But uh, <laughs> these are rumors. A leak in, would insubstantiated uh, rumors. A yes. leak would insinuate that it's true. We and no one else has been able to prove this is true. If in some way in two weeks these become true, then these rumors will be then reclassified as leaks, but at that point, no one will care because they're true, so they'll just go with it. These are rumors. Keep that in mind. So when people on Twitter or Twitch or Reddit or Facebook or 4chan get upset or get frustrated, there's nothing confirmed here. Just laying this out here. We've talked about rumors on the show before. We've speculated on stuff. I'm not 100% excited to have this conversation because some of this doesn't really line up, but here we go. This is going to be a yellow remake for the Nintendo Switch. There will be two versions. One will be the Pikachu version, one will be the Eevee version. Red and Blue will play a role in the story. You and your rival are new trainers. Following Pokemon Return... So Pokemon that will follow you, like in Heart Gold, Soul Silver. HMs will re- 
still be replaced with Pokey Ride from Alola. There will be an on online has a hub for players. Pokemon Go integration. Catching Pokemon works like in Pokemon Go. Rewards in-game and in-go for linking the two together. A new accessory can be used with both Go and the games. Announcement soon, releasing this year. Before we talk about any of these, Al, did you have any other things to add on, or was that the same thing you saw? Yeah, so there was. I posted the the image that I was telling you about in our chat. There's an image from I think what was you said at the beginning of April that shows yeah, yeah. a trainer riding on a Lapras with an EV on their shoulder, and that's the kind of interesting thing about this because that would imply that the following Pokemon would be the case if this if this image was true, then uh, it looks like it's a bit nicer than previous following Pokemon because the previously when you would surf, the following Pokemon would just disappear. Whereas it looks like they can, in some cases, do something more like this Eevee hopping on your shoulder, for example. There was also, I don't think, did you mention the domain names as well? I don't think that oh, was... Oh, I, I did not. No, they, those domain names were registered, yes. Registered not, uh, by the same company that registered the Pokemon Sun Moon domain names. All right, anything else before we start talking about this? I think think that's everything. Yeah. Okay, well, let's let's start with the domain thing stuff. Pokemon Gray was registered. <laughs> no, no, no. Pokemon Gray was never registered as a, as a domain. Pokemon Gray was registered as a trademark. That's okay. a big difference. Okay, all right. So all a right. trademark, a trademark is no one else can use this. A domain is generally we are planning to use this. Okay, good clarification. But they ha they Pokemon has. Trade, let's say trademarked. Yep. They have trademarked a lot of stuff that they've never used. Pokemon That's Gray correct. was one of those examples. And I think Pokemon Z... Was Pokemon Z not a red website they registered? I don't think so, no. I think I think Z, Pokemon XYZ Z maybe? Was, was completely just rumor. I don't think anything came of that. I don't think there was any trademark or domain from that, as far as I know. Um, Pokemon Z goes nowhere, by the way. I doubt Pokemon Y or Pokemon X go anywhere either, but usually no. They, they, they generally do like oh, well, Pokemon that... X does redirect. Pokemon X dot com does redirect to Pokemon dot com. Pokemon Z does is is a dead domain. So what they they did with uh, they had an X Y and Z train trademark they they registered, which of course we know they used. They used that for the anime. Uh, Pokemon Y dot com goes to a fan site. <laughs> what nice. <laughs> PokemonX.com does go to Pokemon.com. Okay. My one problem with this rumor is that... Just the first... one. <laughs> yeah, just one. Everything else is perfect. No. My one problem is it says yellow remakes for Switch, and then two lines later it says yeah. red and blue will play a role in the story. You and your rival are new trainers. That's not a remake anymore. Yeah. So I, th I, think, I think that... This has come about because of someone misunderstanding. So, so the person that posted on 4chan is not going to be the person in, in Game Freak or the Pokemon company that has leaked this information. They've leaked it to, or they've mentioned it to a friend who's decided to go on 4chan. And I think this is just a misunderstanding. If this is true, I think it's just the person has gone, oh, it's like Pokemon Yellow, therefore it's a, a remake. Oh, as opposed to a new game in the sort of style of Pokemon Yellow. 
But yeah, I noticed that as well. Those two statements can't be true because <laughs> Pokemon Yellow was a, was meant to be based on the anime. The anime doesn't have red and blue. They are from the games. So th- those two statements don't work together, correct? But I th- I don't think that's a means the rumor is not true. I think right. it's yeah, yeah. probably just a misunderstanding on behalf of this leaker in air quotes. Sorry, I did air quotes there. I felt them. I felt them. <laughs> following Pokemon will return, or following Poke that 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 took me like three times to read it before I understood what they meant. But Pokemon that will follow you plan on returning. Uh, I will say that every single Pokemon, all six hundred and eight, or however many, where seven, eight hundred and eight, how many Pokemon uh, are in Sun Ultra Sun Ultra Moon? Uh, they can all follow you in that game. Those animations were all done. Uh, they just never implemented it. So that was something that does exist. People really want that to come back. I thought it was cute, but it's not like a selling point for me. No, not at all for me either. I'd, I'd like my Pokemon to stay comfortable and safe in their Pokeballs. They don't need to be out in dangerous world where I am. <laughs> you just send them out to battle instead, yeah. That's the controlled conditions. So, yes. Uh, HMs will replace with uh, ride Pokemon. I I can't. I mean, want to talk about this one? I can't see them going back to HMs. They uh, even for me, just playing through X and Y, I they almost like HMs are not preventing you from progressing through the story. Uh, Besides, with the exception of Surf, which is after the fourth third or fourth gym um and then even then you didn't use it that much but like i know you use strength at some point but like hms are are very lightly used throughout x and y unless i'm misremembering it but i just played it like two months ago so they're pretty light no i I would be very surprised if they bring it back to having to have one pokemon or two pokemon that are dedicated for carrying hms because it's just against the spirit of like building your team that's your battling team and you know having to have a pokemon that you like take out to travel with and then put away and swap in your real mm-mm, that's you're, you're overcomplicating things having the ride pokemon that works yeah i i wouldn't be surprised if it happened because they've brought features into the game that people have loved and then taken them away again <laughs> i would be very sad and disappointed if it was the case um, I know there were a lot of people who liked HMs and weren't didn't like the idea of them going, but I don't know whether their opinions have changed. Who or are not, these but monsters, I have, Al? I well, I know I oh, well, I'm not going to name names, uh, but I I don't I've not heard anyone calling for HMs to come back, even from those people that were against them being taken away. Look, you have to have one flying Pokemon. It's There are a million amazing flying-type moves, but you don't want to double-stack on those flying-type moves, so your one flying-type move will be fly. <laughs> Online hub for players. Um, I've been reporting about Pokemon for, like, eight years. I feel like that specific line, that sentence, it's not really a sentence, but I feel like that specific sentence you can take and you can apply that to every single Pokemon game rumor that has existed. <laughs> Yes, that is so incredibly vague as to be meaningless. Yeah, I think I would I would take something from it in that if we go back to let's assume the person that posted doesn't really understand what they've been told. What I would take from this is it's a substantially different online hub for 
players, and that there's something significant in it that makes it better than previous ones. So, for example, now, this is complete conjecture on my part. Don't mock me if this doesn't happen, but do praise me if it does happen. Uh, what <laughs> if there was something like Festival Plaza, bear with me, but without the bad bits, uh, however, what would be different is that you see other players in the hub walking around and you can that's how you would then interact with them so not in a kind of mmo style thing where you can you know just walk up to someone and battle them but instead of like here's your list of players you see the players that are online at the time and you can go physically talk to them like a destiny style thing i haven't played destiny destiny is like uh, when you go to a hub world, it like caps it out at like sixteen people, but like you can see everyone move around and stuff. And then when you like go into your missions, it's just you and your other two. You're you're just your squad. Yeah, possibly something like that. I'm thinking. So, do you remember how it worked in uh, Black and White, where it was only with your your friends, but you would go into the room and you could, I think you could interact with them. You had to go up to the the sprite of the other person and interact with them to trade oh that was so poorly done yes, yes. I, yeah that was really badly done but it can be done well um i'm wondering whether that is what they're they're just thinking about this person not really understanding what they've been told i i feel like there's a reason why this has come up you know and the person telling them is like here's this interesting thing and the leaker just didn't understand it does that make sense I always feel uh, like it does make sense. Uh, I'm, uh, I just feel like anytime leaks come out, there's always like the person leaking it is always the person who doesn't like clearly has never played the game before, or doesn't know what they're being yeah. told. Or it, it's like that for every rumor. It's like there's like all of a sudden when they're typing on the keyboard, they've they've lived under a rock for the last ten years and they're not exactly sure what they're reporting on. They just want their internet points. <laughs> Let's talk about the Go stuff. So Pokemon Go integration, catching Pokemon works like it in Go, rewards for linking Go with the game, a new accessory to be used. That's a lot of Go stuff in this rumor. Before you guys share your thoughts, there was, uh, Al, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but there was Go integration in Sun and Moon. There was okay. apparently a little badge that would yep. say that your Pokemon has come from Go if it was traded through some means to get into Sun and Moon. And on top of that, there was an interview with people from Niantic and with people from Game Freak saying that that was planned. It's very hard to find those interviews now, but if because just there's so much Go news that's, that has happened in the last two years that those interviews are really hard to find. Um, via a simple Google search. But if you do some digging, you can find their quotes and stuff. But the badge did exist, right, Al? Yeah, it did. It was kind of like um, if you take one from the uh, Virtual Console games, it has the little Game Boy. It was the on the summary screen. It was the same sort of thing. It was kind of... It wasn't It wasn't exactly like the Go logo. It, and we weren't 100% sure this was what it was for. It was this combined with there was a line in the memory that said originally caught in Pokemon Go. So that combined with this icon that we didn't know what it was for, which kind of looked like a G and an O, 
but not next to each other, kind of overlaid on top of each other. Uh, that kind of combined to make it we th- us think that's what it was for. Did that exist in Ultrasun Ultra Moon? I don't know if you know yeah, that. Yeah, they didn't they didn't take that out, yeah. Okay. So that makes sense, I guess. Uh Catching Pokemon works like it doesn't go. I mean, like, the Switch has motion controls. Like, every Switch game has probably semi-some, semi-bad motion controls. Just like every Wii game had semi-bad motion controls or something to do with the touchscreen. But in the end, that was always stuff you could turn off. Yeah, so this one, I think people are jumping to conclusions here. So the automatic assumption is you're going to be catching with... You know, touching on the screen, you know, spinning a ball and throwing it at the Pokemon. I don't think that's the case. Um, and if it is the case, I think it will, yeah, like, like you say, I think they'll be able to turn it off. But I think what's more likely is augmented reality. Although, actually, now that I think about it, Switch doesn't have a camera, does it? Wait a minute. It has does a switch facing have a me? No. No, it doesn't. No. Oh, man. Right. Well, that's not going to. That's but it, uh, no, it has okay. the IR sensors though. <laughs> yeah, but that's not that's that, that you can't get infrared. With, uh, sorry, you can't get um, augmented reality with that camera. No, but you can get like position based. Like uh, so, even without the camera, you can have it where you move the switch around, and yeah. if it's got one of those spinny things, it'll know what its orientation is, and there you know yeah, you so can you, change what people see that way. Yeah, so not really augmented reality, but like. Well, virtual reality, I guess. So you're yeah, doing the same yeah, thing in VR. goal, but you're doing it in their world. So that that could be a possibility. The other one that I think might it could be is what if there are things like the berries in Go, where you can you know feed them a berry to make them more likely to stay in the ball and stuff like that. So let's. I think people are too quickly assuming that it's the swiping motion, and it could be. But I, there are many other things that could be ca- referred to as catching like Pokemon Go. It's it's so funny how like that one made people so angry. And like things I saw was, I really hope we can still battle the Pokemon to catch it. And it's like, wh- how and why did you jump to that conclusion? Like, yeah. there's like Pokemon Go is very successful. If you deny that, I I don't see how anyone can deny that unless you're just delusional. Like, why would you think that they would just remove the actual battling feature to put in place this simplified but effective way to catch? Like, if you're telling me I'm doing the same thing, but if I can, if for some reason the touchscreen is, you know, spin the ball, throw it at a curve, if that increases catch rate, that's actually pretty cool. Because I will at least get rewarded for doing something that in Go I had to learn. Took me like two to three weeks to master the curveball, and even so, sometimes I still I still struggle with getting excellence. I'm pretty good at consistently getting grades, but if my if my option is, you can still press A to throw a ball, and it'll do whatever it does. Or if you want to use the touch screen and you want to curve throw it as soon as your Pokemon is at one HP, and it slightly increases the catch rate, and it rewards you for you know throwing. Why like if you if you don't like it, cool. Your game is exactly the way it's been for the last 22 years. But if you want to learn this new method and it actually rewards you for doing something like it doesn't go, I think that's pretty cool. I think when things are left um, vague, people automatically assume the worst. That's, that's just the nature of humanity. 
Yeah, you're not wrong there. I think that if it were replacing the capture mechanics with exactly what we have in Pokemon Go, I would be disappointed by that. Oh, that would be my last Pokemon game ever. <laughs> but the the um, integration, I think people are, are again over like thinking the worst. The integration yeah. of these two are not to make this whatever this game is going to be the same. It is just to bridge a gap. Like Pokemon Go is the gateway to these games. We've we saw it originally when Sun and Moon sold a bunch of copies and we saw the increase of sales of 3DS uh, after the summer of Go. Like people like because people played Pokemon Go, they were curious enough to go out get a 3DS, get X and Y or get Sun and Moon and play it. This seems to be taking that a a step farther further. I think that's a good thing. I mean like Go has been downloaded 800 million times. I'm pretty sure it is still the the number one most downloaded game in Apple's ecosystem. I'm now a, a, a lot of those downloads are people who are trying to download Pokemon Duel, but they accidentally oh. selected the wrong <laughs> app. But like, you have all of these people that have downloaded, that have played, who are still playing Pokemon Go. It would be foolish. Game Freak and just the Pokemon company as a whole to not do anything with those people. You have the you have their pockets. You ha- you're you're so close of getting them to not only buy a Switch, but to buy a, a main series Pokemon game, and then you know what? Probably buy other games for the Switch. Nintendo doesn't just straight up own the Pokemon company, but it is such a powerful tool at this point and pokemon go is a another powerful tool to like get them more money so them for them to just ignore that audience would be one of the worst business decisions ever well and this is the thing right if you assume that these games are just turning into pokemon go why would they make the games why would they waste their time making these main series games if they're just going to be pokemon go they already have Go. It's making them lots of money. And it's on way more devices. And it's on yeah. a lot of devices. Like, I don't yeah. see why they would remake this game. Like, they are making a new game. They just happen to be bridging this gap, which, as we've said earlier, they've, they were trying to bridge that gap in Sun and Moon. They just Go blew up and had a lot of issues. And they probably spent more time fixing those issues, and they didn't worry about the integration at that time. They clearly thought about it uh, to put it yeah. in the game. So here's a question for you regarding this integration and the accessory that not only the the leak on 4chan said, but also Emily Rogers did hint at that as well. Um, She didn't outright say it, but she said, uh, uh, would Nintendo ever dare to create more Pokemon Go accessories like that, possibly even for the Switch? Like She was hinting towards that idea. Would the integration be through the accessory? I don't know. Possibly, maybe. So your phone doesn't directly connect to the Switch, but this accessory connects to both games. And then, theoretically, maybe it actually connects to Pokemon Bank rather than the game, because, you know, they've got a lot of things connecting into Bank already, right? They're they're not making any connection between two games directly anymore. It's all through Bank. Maybe it goes through Bank, and this accessory is for Pokemon Go to be able to talk. To Pokemon Bank. 
Or it could be that it just enables your phone to act as the GPS locator for the game on the Switch, and then the Switch does implement some version of Pokemon Go, where you can basically play it on your Switch. Interesting. What I, so, uh, what I will say is that Emily Rogers, the one who uh, these rumors are lining up to and going back to, has been right about stuff in the past. I believe she predicted the the Labo release date. She pretty much laid out all the Nintendo online stuff before that was released. I think she's done a couple other things. But keep in mind, just because that she's properly reported on things in the past that came to be true, uh, we've seen this. Uh, we've seen this with other Pokemon stuff. Eurogamer was the one who reported on Pokemon Stars, and they got. They were the ones that reported on the Nintendo Switch before the Nintendo Switch was even out. They reported accurately on screen size, connectivity, release date, price, um, specs. They got everything about the Nintendo Switch right before we even knew what the Nintendo Switch was. They were the one that was reported on Pokemon Stars. That being said, Emily has reported on a bunch of stuff recently that has been right. She's now reporting on this. So it could be right. It could be wrong. Yeah, I, I think regarding the stars and Eurogamer, it's I think it's unfair to say they were wrong because just because it didn't come out doesn't mean it wasn't being worked on. And I mean, I agree maybe maybe this is what came out of Pokemon Stars. Like these I think um one you know, not not everything that gets developed gets released. And they maybe hadn't decided exactly what they were doing. And they had the idea for what Pokemon Stars or Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon was going to end up being, and they just hadn't decided which one it was going to be on. If they're both running on the same engine, which is possibility, they might have ported the engine to Switch, and they're using the same artwork, because that artwork is nice artwork. It's not low quality. It just looks low quality when it's on the 3DS. You stick that on an emulator, and it looks pod- positively beautiful, right? These things... It does look good, yep. They could be the exact same engine, the exact same artwork, and they just hadn't decided what maps and what story to go with. And the rumor ended up being not true because that's what they, they changed their mind about. These things happen, you know. And so it could be that they were completely wrong and they just got completely wrong information, but it could be that this is what it is turned into. And I'm still... I will still be surprised if this happens purely because... I wasn't expecting the first Switch game to not be a brand new region, but I hadn't taken into consideration, I guess, the nostalgia that we've seen with Go being very popular with people. Yeah, yeah, I I completely agree with you. Um, Game announcements are still treated super secretly when, like, in the back of our heads, we all know that after this Pokemon game, people will be immediately speculating about the next Pokemon game. Like, yeah, people don't want the game that comes out. They're only interested in what the next game will be. These games will come out. They will be Eevee or Pikachu. They might not be Eevee or Pikachu. They may have a lot of Go integration. They may not. But the next series games, whatever they are, are is not the end of Pokemon. It's it's not the one thing that will like make or break Pokemon um or or any other companies who do game announcements like and this is what i said on twitter like pokemon is more than just the next game 
We continue to get TCG sets every three three months. We continue to get new episodes and seasons of the anime. Uh, we continue to get weekly, if not monthly, Pokemon Go updates. Pokemon Shuffle was something that lived for a very long time. Pokemon Duel is still struggling along. Uh, there have hey, been, I play that game. There have been countless spinoff games that have come and go. Some have done really well. Some have not done really well. They continue to add new merchandise to Pokemon Center. Like, Pokemon is more than just these main series games. And back in the day, it was just the main series games. But I think people need to, like, get out of that headspace and understand, like, these main series games are not are just are not what pushes Pokemon forward. They've been doing they've been doing that for the last couple of years without it and they've been doing okay. And it's I don't know, it's more than that, I think. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if they're trying to experiment a bit more. You know, Nintendo have a lot more money to throw at Game Freak now than they've ever had. You know, they they had so many years where they were making losses. And now with the Switch, they've been making a lot of money compared to that. Um, and so they might be trying to get Game Freak them, and um, obviously they, Nintendo don't have control over it entirely, but you know they might be together trying to do some more interesting things. And if they do have something that people don't like, they'll realize and they'll not do it. But we want them to experiment. We don't want them to just do the same thing over and over again. If you just want the same thing with better graphics, that's not really something I want. You know, I, I want new, exciting things out of Pokemon. It's almost like they have to appeal to their existing player base while also trying to recruit new players. What can you do? It's almost like they're a business trying to make money. No. <laughs> the, the other one thing I will say before we wrap up is I think it's funny that people are upset when going to Kanto when people have banged dr now and I say people I don't mean everyone people have banged drums for remake after remake after remake and I've always been the person that says I'd rather have new stuff I want to see new Pokemon I want to see new regions I want to see new worlds I want to see new gameplay mechanics and that gen that gen 4 uh bandwagon has been hit real hard ever since they announced Omega Ruby <laughs> Alpha Sapphire. I feel like those those uh Sino lovers just as soon as Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire was announced have picked up their pitchforks and they've been loving it. There was uh countless countless will countless number of people that were so upset. They were devastated. They were angry that how could we not go back to Kanto after Sun and Moon? I mean, Lily is going to Kanto, Will. She's becoming a trainer. Why are we not going there? And then the minute these rumors come out and they say, hey, we're going back to Kanto. How dare they? How dare the Pokemon Company take us you back to You can't start a new generation on new hardware unless you go to a new region. This is established Pokemon law. Also, keep in mind that just because a game like Sun and Moon mentions Kanto a million times, like every Pokemon game references every region <laughs> all the time. Like Certainly literally does. just talk to NPCs. Like I can think of like 17 NPCs in X and Y that mention Johto, that mention Sinnoh, that mention Kanto. Like, who take we, it with can, a... Yeah, can we, 
can we talk about those references, right, outside of the games? Because people are taking every tweet, every line of merchandise that have Pokemon, uh, sorry, Pikachu and Eevee in them and saying this proves it. No, it doesn't. No, Pikachu it... is Pokemon's mascot and Eevee is a very popular Pokemon. It is Eevee not is unusual that they would do things popular. with them. Eevee has I, been e touted since 20 years ago. Eevee is very, very popular. I follow uh, Mr. Masuda on Twitter, and I saw a picture of his breakfast with a fried egg in it, and obviously that means Kanto, because that's where eggs come from. You're right. Eggs come from Kanto, confirmed here. I don't care what they do. If they want to go to Sinnoh, cool. If they want to go to Kanto, cool. If they want to make a new region, cool. If they want, if this next game is actually Mystery Dungeon, one version of Mystery Dungeon, you're Pikachu. The other Mystery Dungeon, you're Eevee. Cool. I really don't care what they do at this point. Going back to my statement, Pokemon is more than just the next main series games. I'm excited for anything Pokemon on Switch, with the exception of Pokemon Tournament. So I'm, I'm <laughs> only because I don't like fighting games. So I'm pretty open. Uh, I guess we'll find out soon. Hopefully. Well, before I mean, the May's, end of the month, that's what yeah. they said. May's only 10 days long left. Left long words. Oh. There are only 10 days left in May. There we go. That, those, we got that's there. correct grammatical sentence. We got there. All right. We'll take uh, one last break. We'll do a couple of emails and our Pokemon of the week, and we will be right back. You got to think outside of the box, dude. Yeah. And outside of the bun. Think outside the bun. I mean, that's a pretty good saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think outside the bun. 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 Seduce us with Pokemon of the Week. If you want to send in an email of your questions, comments, concerns, you can do so over at sbj at pkmncast.com or you can go to pokemonpodcast.com, just the website, and hit the contact button. This message is from Luke from Japan. Says, hi, SPJ. You recently said a number of disgusting and offensive things about the Johto region. To be, <laughs> to be fair, you weren't wrong that people often do turn to the Kanto section as their reason for liking second generation. But I would like to share some reasons of the... I'd like to share some of the reasons I love Johto itself. The music is excellent and memorable. The region has an incredibly strong Japanese influence, more so than any other region. It's actually based on the area of Japan I currently live in, and it's probably why where my fascination with the country began. It has big towers and uh, pagodo, pagodas? Pagodas. Pagodas, the dancing girls in the kimonas. Kimonos. Kimonos. And the legendaries are all based on local mythology. The overall feel and design of the Pokemon and characters is, thanks to the way of development was closed to overlapping with the first generation, 
more like feel like the more like the real thing other than other than other generations butchered that sentence and this is from somebody who loves every pokemon gold and silver came out before the internet was big so the ideal of new pokemon was was all the speculation and playground chatter is there a lot of nostalgia involved of course does it mean it isn't great no Thanks for the great show, although I might not be listening much between now and E3, since I'm avoiding game content for the fear of spoilers. Also, I'll be living on a farm. Peace and love, Luke. I think that's why I like I get frustrated with Johto, because like there is a lot there, but it's extremely short and shallow because there's this whole other region they focused on instead of just focusing yeah. on Johto itself. Too choppy. That's what it is. I, I do I do like the openness though of Johto. Like you can literally spend hours in Goldenrod or you can literally walk into Goldenrod, battle Whitney and walk right out. The best thing about Johto is it gave us the best of the cartoon theme songs. So, I will give it the credit there. Al, what are your thoughts on Johto? Yeah, I I I I've not played a Johto game for a while. I've been thinking about going back to Heart Gold Soul Server to remind myself of it. I quite like it. I do. I certainly do feel like sometimes you're rushing through Johto a bit to get to Kanto, but I still like the having two regions, even if it means that one of them is subpar. I can see why they've never done it again, though. Bearing in mind the fact that the the reason they did it was because it was going to be the last game from their point of view, and it was just an addition to the first game rather than completely new, if that makes sense. This message is from Arthur from Texas. Recently started listening to your show, and it's fantastic. I don't know a lot about competitive, and the way you all present news is super entertaining. Do you have any suggestions for finding event-only Pokemon? Arceus, Volcanion, uh, and the like... You guys inspired me to work on a living dex. I finished Kanto so far. Thank you for your show. And I hope you all have a great day. Arthur. I just set up a tent outside of GameStop and eventually every distribution (laughs) Pokemon will be a card at some point in your lifespan. I think the last time we've gotten like Mew, Manaphy, Darkrai was about two years ago now. Yeah, Pokemon but this is the year of legendaries. This is the year of legendaries. Yes, they're handing them yeah, out left and right. Uh, yeah, but it's the year of legendaries, not the year of mythicals. Well, that will be next year. I don't year know because no, because that's essentially what they did in in on the twentieth anniversary. That essentially was the year of the legendary. No, sorry, the mythical. We got them yeah. all except. Is it Hoopa was the new uh, one? Honestly, what we need is like what they used to do for Animal Crossing, which was like that eBay shop for Animal Crossing stuff and just have it for like mythicals and legendaries and people can figure out how to trade that way. Maybe. <laughs> um, getting mythicals are, are tough, uh, especially because if you care about legitimacy, legitimacy, it really just... Usually my suggestion is... Mm, Finding a, a community like we just so happen to uh, offer a community. <laughs> if you were to go to isc.cash, you can you can pay to be a part of it um, and support the show. But we, we have a really great community in Slack who 
who there are plenty of people that do have extra mythicals. Like I know if you're specifically looking for Hoopa, I think Miss Delaney has over 60 or so of them. Not because she she's like gonna, she's going to be hitting this and going, no, I've got none left. <laughs> Not because she was like copying or cheating or action replaying them, but because she, you know, went to McDonald's and she just kept downloading them over and over and transferring them to games and like getting them, getting a bunch because she really likes Hoopa. And there are some people who, when the Year of Mythical came out, they had four or five games, and so they got four or five Mews, they got four or five Darkrai's, they got four or five Shamans, so they do have extras. Uh, so it, it is possible to find, but, like, Mythicals are rare, and they're meant to be rare, and exactly what your experience is experiencing is what I'm sure the Pokemon company wants. They want people to you know, actually seek after these Pokemon in a way where they have introduced some artificial scarcity for the rarest of the rare Pokemon. So, long story short, uh, you gotta get some friends. <laughs> wow, that sounded really harsh. <laughs> well, I mean, Pokemon is about community at the end of the day. I mean, you can play a Pokemon game and never talk to somebody, but th there's a reason they sell well, two games and they yeah, want you to trade. You'll never, and You'll never get a complete Pokedex if you don't talk to somebody. Well, no, it's you can a... just buy both games and buy two consoles. <laughs> yeah, just <sighs> spend a bunch of money to never talk to anyone. You'll be good to go. You're not going to get all three of the elemental monkeys that way. <sighs> reset your game. Come on, you're not thinking this through properly. Oh, I do not reset <laughs> Pokemon games. No. Buy a third copy. This is how they get you. They win. Yeah, there you go. They win no matter what. Uh, this is from Claire. Hi, I've been listening for just over a year now. I've been enjoying every minute of it. My favorite host has always been Will, as I live in D.C. I have a, I have a question. Uh, what Pokemon do you feel had, like, so much potential but fell short? My answer has to be Aromatease. It was supposed to be like a plague doctor, but they made it pink and fluffy. Love the show, Claire. Gotta play some of that Detective Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> a bolt of brilliance, Aromatisse. Pokemon that had a bunch of potential but fell short. Uh, I would say uh, probably a lot of the more recent uh mythicals i think where like besides miss delaney rochelle uh people don't hold hoopa as close to their hearts as they do like celebi right where everybody's like oh celebi just amazing it's just my favorite i love that little little green onion so so cute and wonderful and like uh genesect right that people just don't care that much for it where and I think that's actually an artifact of the fact that the games turn over so quickly nowadays, and that honestly they really have loosened up the <laughs> difficulty of getting legendaries and mythicals, so they're just not as special as they used to be. But boy, let's say if it's not a, a, like non-legendary, non-mythical, I, I think one of the classics is Dunsparce that people always expect it to be more than it is, and it never is. <laughs> Or Basculin. 
Basculin lived up to all of its potential of being a fish. It's a fish. <laughs> <laughs> it's a red I fish think, or a green fish. I think I'd agree with you on the mythical thing. I don't think it's... Personally, I don't think it's because the games turn over quickly, because generally you get, you know, one per... Or a, you get them per generation rather than per game. Although they don't know, announce them till later, you still get them in the, the first games. And so I... I think it's more that there are more of them. So if you think about Gen 1 and Gen 2, there was one. There was Mew and there was Celebi in each, in those generations. And you're right in that they were really difficult to get. And so Mew, for example, you know, there was so much around rumours on how to get it that didn't turn out to be true. And, you know, when was the last time there was, oh yeah, this is how you, you know, a rumour about how you get a specific mythical and it just well, not if being you, if true. you travel up to the volcano and go to the third rock on the left and kick it with yeah. a zubat that's how you get marshadow to show up i and i think that that's probably part of it why and so i would probably go with volcanian because i was so excited when i heard about volcanian especially when in in x and y there was the power station which just felt so underutilized and it was clear that Volcanion was designed around this idea of the power station of heat and of water. And it just turned out to be kind of boring. And, okay, we got a film about it, but it was really kind of boring. It was just like, oh, it's an angry Pokemon, and Ash is stuck to him. Oh, no. <laughs> he stuck to him. Yeah, <laughs> Volcanion's not super great. But, it, but when I first saw the design, I was like, this is really an interesting design, Let's see where they go with it. And, uh, meh. I remember when we first went over Volcanion on this program, and I was super excited for it. And I, I mean, to the point where I still remember that day. And you're right. It just like, here, here's your Volcanion distribution. Okay, we're moving on to the next generation. <laughs> yeah, so, so they end up having like, gen the last few generations have all had, I think, three mythicals and so yeah the the first two get you know a year to themselves and then the last one is just like here it is we needed to get this out before the last the next game it's like we've not really had much with Zeraora and you know we're already talking about the the new games that are probably going to be announced very soon and we've had very little to do with it I know it's got a film coming out this year but I feel we're getting this the same problem uh, Will, give us our uh, Pokemon of the week. Are you guys ready? Do you have your thinking caps oh. on? Yes. This one's not going to be easy. All right. This Pokemon is a small blue aquatic Pokemon with stubby feet and club-like arms that are longer than its body. It has a red gem on its chest and a yellow dot below the gem. Its onion-shaped head has a pair of long blue antennae which have small spheres on the ends. Its irises and dark blue with yellow sclera, and there are two yellow dots of eyelash markings extending from the eyes. 80% of this Pokemon's body is made of water. It is highly susceptible to the, its environment and swims long distances to return to its birthplace. It is born with a special power that allows it to bond with any Pokemon. This Pokemon can switch the perspective of people and Pokemon, 
with each other using its former signature move, Hurt Swap. Can you guess what Pokemon that is? You make it too easy, Will. Except you're going to get it wrong. What's your guess? I'm, I'll let Al go because I, I know what it is. I'm not sure I do. I was thinking it, it might be Dupider, but I don't think it is. Well, that's incorrect. All right, Steve. What's it's your fantastic guess? Fiona. Incorrect. Both wrong. Double X. Eh, eh. It's Manaphy. I do this to you oh. every week. <laughs> Manaphy may be based on sea angels, tiny transparent ocean mollusks. Manaphy, Manaphy has eggs a design gem is similar on its crest? Heck, oh, yeah. That's so I, I, when I, The minute I saw that, I was like, Steve's going to get it wrong because he thinks that only Fiona has the gem on its chest. It <laughs> does. <laughs> I win. <laughs> Do you want to do some trivia? Go oh, for it, it. There's lots of trivias. All right, some trivia here is Manaphy's English name was uncovered alongside the English name of Sinnoh with the internal date of Pokemon Ranger on November 2nd, 2015. 2006. 2006. Oh, sorry. 2006. <laughs> Manaphy and Ditto are the only Pokemon that are both able to breed but are unobtainable, unobtainable through breeding. Manaphy and Fione, uh, if Fione is considered mythical, are the only mythical Pokemon capable of producing eggs in the daycare legitimately. True. Although True. normally genderless in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Explorers of Time and Explorers of Darkness, Manaphy is consistently referred to as male. It is also known mm. as the Prince of the Sea. In the games, Manaphy is the only Pokemon whose eggs sprites are different than standard sprites. Despite the fact the eggs cannot be transferred via Poke Transporter, Manaphy's egg is found in the coding of Generation 5. Location data for Pokemon Ranger also exists in those games. Like the majority of event Pokemon obtained through Mystery Gift, it was intended to be impossible to obtain a shiny Manaphy. However, an oversight allows Manaphy eggs to have a chance to hatch shiny. But, it is, but only if it was tradable before hatching. This is because the shininess is dependent on the trainer ID and the secret ID number, and the game mistakenly attempts to prevent shininess using the original game IDs instead of the ID number of the game it was transferred to. Furthermore, any shiny Manaphy hatched from a traded egg will be able to pass Pokey Transporter's Lial will be able to pass Pokey Transporter's legality check. Legality. Legality. Legality check. And this is why, in newer games, they stopped trying to be clever with shi shiny locking and just put a flag on the Pokemon to see whether it was shiny locked or not. So does this mean that your um, Masuda methoding for Fione, shiny Fione, is a No, because it requires you buying a bajillion copies of whatever it's called. Uh, whatever game it's from. Range, whatever Ranger game. Pokemon Ranger. Yeah, yeah, but like once you transfer it once, that game is like dead. It can't transfer any more eggs from it. At first, I thought Fione was a baby Pokemon, but Fione can also breed. Baby Pokemon can't breed, so that means Fione cannot be a baby Pokemon. 
Yeah, it's weird. And Fiona is not a legendary Pokemon because if it was a legendary Pokemon, it would be in the. It would literally be on PokemonLegendary.com because that shows all the legendary Pokemon. Yeah, there's a whole list of arguments for why it may be mythical or may it not be mythical. But if it's not mythical, it's just just a a normal Pokemon, right? Because it's not legendary. I'm standing by the fact it's not legendary. I feel like if it was legendary, they would put it on the legendary list. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Even 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 being a legendary, they're they conflict. So apparently, the Pokemon.com's mailbag was once asked if Fion. Uh, Fiona was legendary, and the official answer was no, but was quickly changed to yes. So it seems like <laughs> they can't even decide whether it's legendary or mythical or neither. And yeah, there. Did you pull up the mythical status thing on like Bulbapedia? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would say it's mythical. But was like know, when did when did they actually start the mythical legendary split? Oh, ugh. Was that I, end ugh. of Gen 4? That was Gen 4, right? So this Around this... there, I think, yeah. Yeah, so on on Bulbapedia, they're showing a style guide from 2011, uh, which has Mythical separated there, so that would be, what was that, beginning of Gen 5? All right, well, that will wrap us up. We'll wrap off there, a little bit of house cleaning. Uh, there is a new marathon I'm starting on Twitch this Friday called The Stream Life of Steve and Steve, where I will be streaming... 36 hours in three days, three 12-hour shifts. The other Steve, three 12-hour shifts. We'll be hosting each other. We'll be doing <laughs> Steve. We'll be doing uh, some pokey, uh, I, pokey, I was going to say radar, uh, island scan. It is kind of like a radar. There's like a giant thing that spins and island scans. So we're going to be doing some island scan in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, which is a way to shiny hunt Pokemon. And just hang out and have a good time. Uh, I'm, I'm sure my luck will be bad, but We'll figure it out. Uh, it'll be good. I think most people are done with exam season and stuff, so good way to uh, end May. If you're going to the Madison Regionals the following week, I will be there, uh, probably at the uh, low, high number, the loser tables. That's where I'll be. You can find me over there. Al, where can they find you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at, at MickNK, that's M-C-N-K, the Pokemon. Uh, Will is at Wash in the Sink. I am at Dragging a Lake. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. If you haven't done so already, uh, still looking for reviews on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. We are almost at 900. I think we're like 32 reviews away. So I think it's completely doable to get there. If you have an iOS device or whatever, pretty easy to review that way and it's free it doesn't cost you anything just gotta load it up yeah we're 32 reviews away from 900 um and so yeah appreciate everyone who has reviewed us thank you thank you uh otherwise we'll be back next week this has been another episode of the pokemon podcast and we are super fiona we do that too
Yeah, I knew you were going to do that thing. Well, you're becoming Fiona-ished. Fiona-ished. There oh, you go. Yeah. That's that's bad. It's like finished. Yeah. I always get confused when you say Fiona the proper way because my sister is Fiona. Oh, that's a Scottish name for you. It is. It's Super Effective was created and produced by me, Steve Black Jr. Logo and artwork were also created by me. The music on ISC was created by Nicholas Burgess. If you enjoy ISC, consider leaving a review on Apple Podcast or just tell a fellow friend about the show. ISC is my current job right now, and I need all the support I can get to keep doing it weekly. If you'd like to support ISC, you can do so on Patreon. You can support me by heading over to isc.cash. For as little as $2 a month, you'll gain access to our Slack community where you can battle, trade, and chat with other trainers. And for $5 a month, you'll gain access to our bonus anime podcast. A quick shout out to our producers of this show, which include Robert, Kevin, Mason, and Cygnus. Thank you all for listening.